the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Yesterday I mentioned something kind of freaky. And this was the Cheetos restaurant that is uh, popping up uh, next week on the 15th in Manhattan. Cheetos is going to open up a three-day only pop-up restaurant. And, you know, uh, as fascinated as I am with this, as curious as I am and as interested as I am in in showing up and being inside to see all this stuff, uh, I also have to get professional help to understand it. So I reached out to our friend, Carl Ruiz. Carl and his wife run Marie's Italian Specialties in Chatham, New Jersey. And if you're smart enough, you probably have watched Carl on several different shows on the Food Network. But we've taken him away from some sauce that he was working on to to try and dive down into this. I also want to get his opinion on this because Cheetos, let's face it, Cheetos in recipes. It's kind of crazy. But, Carl, are, are you going to be in town to stop by the Spotted Cheetah restaurant when it opens? I am not going to be in town, but I have two friends of mine who I called who are going uh, for me, and I trust their palates. And they're not happy about it either. They're not happy about it? How could you not be happy no. about Cheetos? Well, first of all, when, when a marketing company opens a pop-up, I always get scared, right? But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's what's happening right now, Mike, in the, in the food world. It's, this is a symptom of an even bigger problem, which is if you go on social media, there's a lot of 30-second videos showing, you know, pretty creative food with uh, pedestrian ingredients. Meanwhile, you know, the big three, food and wine, uh, Bon Appetit and Gourmet, are lost in, in ingredient hell, you know, super foody stuff that no one can afford, that no one can even acquire. So you're, you're seeing a giant disconnect between what the average American finds interesting and what a bunch of snotty chefs in New York City think is interesting. So <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the culmination of it, a complete disaster. And you enter into it, this the marketing company that says, I know, let's take Cheetos and turn it into a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, the pop up should be in a college dorm, not in Manhattan, <laughs> you know, you, you know, or or at a, at a, uh, a state fair, because I, I look at the menu, yeah. Carl, and I see Cheetos crusted fried pickles and creamy ranch, you know, dipping sauce. And I think, right. okay, I would get that at a state fair. I could go for that. Right. right. So, you know, that, that it's sounds just, it's interesting. A bunch, bunch of New Yorkers just trying to be relevant with the rest of the country. That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, I, I overlooked some of, the, some of the recipes. They look pretty harmless. Um, but everything's going to taste like Cheetos. And don't wear a white shirt. When you go there, because you're going to look crazy. <laughs> so what you're saying is there's going to be Cheeto dust everywhere. I'm telling you, I'm going to wait five years later for all the lawsuits for the people that are getting lung problems from the Cheeto dust from <laughs> making all this food. <laughs> is there, I, I looked over the menu, and we kind of touched it yesterday, the flaming Hot and White Cheddar Mac and Cheese Cheetos. Right, uh, yeah. The the chicken milanese that has a, a Cheetos crust on it. 
Does any oh, of this boy. look like it could be good? Well, here's the thing. I mean, they're using Ann Burrell. Ann Burrell's a, you know, a, a trusted, tired and true Food Network chef. So I think she's going to, if there's anyone that's going to be able to help this as a professional, you know, um, and kind of make this close to palatable. Oh, God, I cringe just thinking about it. She's the one with the spiky hair, right? She's a little over the right. top anyway. She is very over the top. And, and, you know, that's great that they're using her because I think she's going to have fun with it. But, you know, she's she's a classically trained chef, which, uh, you know, she's been in all the Iron Chefs. She's Myra Batali's right-hand girl, you know what I mean? So, I mean, she knows how to make things. I'll tell you that much, you know, well, so... I think they missed an opportunity here, you know, because what is the main color in Cheetos is orange. And yes, what is, is the what is the color that's so often associated yeah. with this president? It's orange. But guess what? If I bet you they did another study and they figured out most people that love Cheetos voted for the guy that's orange. So I think they just stayed away from that. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's that would a, be a bad idea. A really good point. So the 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 so your buddies got in. I was trying to weasel my way in. I'm currently on some lengthy waiting list, but it's only three days that they're doing this. It's a miniature pop up thing. I think you nailed it, Carl. If if they could have put this and packaged it and taken it to college campuses around the country, you've right. got the you've got the captive audience. You've got the stoner factor, and right. you know you've you've got the. The youth in injection there. I think that would have made better sense. Yeah, and the youth is very, very creative, you know, using these, you know, because remember, Mike, this is the first generation um, that was born with processed foods, right? So from top to bottom, their palate is completely different. I tell chefs all the time, I said, if you cook for anyone under 30, remember, their palate is HD and ours is analog. You know what I mean? So, oh, wow. you know, they, uh, their, their ability to ingest high levels of, of, of synthetic flavor is very, very high. You know, you have, you know, if you ever talk to any McDonald's scientists or Burger King, you know, they have something that's called the pleasure threshold. And they test stuff to the exact limit where all the salt and all the sodium spike in recipes to get you the maximum pleasure. So, you know, all this fast food is designed like heroin, you know, where you get that rush all the time. So this is the first generation that was born with that. And that's why we really don't see eye to eye with a lot of stuff is first you have to see the science of what these kids are eating. So it's going to be really, really salty for you, Mike. But if you I hear you what you're saying and if what you're trying to say is, Carl, get me a reservation, I can get that done for you. Oh, we'll talk after this uh, interview, Carl. <laughs> but I, I would really want to go if you were going to be there. <laughs> well, I can set you up. And, I, and remember, the food is not diff is different than politics. We have no problems with collusion. So I can help you. I can collude with you and get you into the Cheetos thing without a problem. It's we fine. will co collude no, away, Carl no Ruiz. There collude is no away. Between me and you. <laughs> uh, this, yeah. Now you know why. I, I, I learned something and I get something out of it at the same time. I learn about this, this salt threshold, this salt ecstasy threshold that fast food chefs have to set up in their menus. 
And then I also find a way to maybe weasel my way into the Cheetos restaurant <laughs> for next week. So it's, it's good. It's oh, such a Carl. thing, Mike. If you ever get a chance, just yeah. you know, Google how they make this food, how, how the chefs at these fast foods approach new recipes. I've had the opportunity, you know, uh, to be in the sunk works of some of these places. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you're not thinking any which way that I think. You know, we're thinking about balance and harmony and vegetable. And they're just thinking about how can I make someone's eyes roll in the back of their head with it still being legal? <laughs> you know, well, you know, uh, that, that's a conversation that requires a more adult audience. When Oh, you're talking about food. OK, uh, Carl, before I before I cut out. But there, there was a question I had when McDonald's introduced the Big Mac. I'm sorry, not the Big right. Mac, the Egg McMuffin. When McDonald's added breakfast and introduced the Egg McMuffin, they actually sure. used to crack eggs into that little circular frame and cook right. them on the grill. Right. They mm -hmm. don't do that anymore, do they? No, they don't. And uh, you know what? This is one time where I'll, I'll make a nod to technology. I still think that uh, McDonald's probably has the most honest breakfast program any mass chain you know their uh their breakfast food really hasn't been uh abused by chemicals and stuff the way their 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 lunch has you know it's no. not that bad and no, see, let me I, tell you something it's I'm hard to beat an egg mcmuffin it's hard to beat an egg mcmuffin you know as a even as a chef you know every once in a while i'm stuck in an airport and i'm you know i get the egg mcmuffin i'm like that's a damn good sandwich no, I'm in, Carl, I'm all in on the Egg McMuffin. I just want one at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And the excuse right, used well, to be we, we have to reserve the grill for the burgers. But now that I know they're not cracking eggs anymore, I can beg for a McMuffin. Some places, I'm sure, will have it, but they're very limited. But Mickey D's, right. open it up. Come on, bring us the Egg McMuffin 24-7. Right, Mike, but you're part of the problem because you say, I want an egg McMuffin at three o'clock. So they had to move to a manufactured egg. It's just like people when I'm sitting in New Jersey in December, they're like, you know, I got some tomatoes today. They weren't that good. I'm like, really? What would make <laughs> you think they would be good with the tundra that's outside? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, Hydroponics. I dare, you, I dare you to try to buy a tomato in France in the middle of the winter. It's not going to happen. They have discipline. They understand the seasons. You know, we don't care. We want a strawberry in the middle of January and I'll complain if it has no flavor. <laughs> I love the common sense. That's why I, I call this guy my friend. He's he's common sense and he's a lot of fun. Carl Ruiz and your wife, Marie, Marie's Italian specialties in Chatham, New Jersey. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk about some collusion after the uh, after the phone call here. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.